0: It's that time again! You've now entered the The No Sales sales Zone. No Sales Zone. Where Chris French, the plumbing sales coach, peels back the curtain of what sales really is. Buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle up. And get ready to learn how to increase ticket average by providing better service. And now, now, are you Your host, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, please, please welcome CF, the plumbing sales coach hey what's up everybody welcome to the show this is the fresh sales approach and tonight i am cf the plumbing sales guy and we're going to talk about something that's so important something that has to be done scalability in the plumbing service world how do we do that it's a very difficult thing to do a lot of us uh, start a business we can get out in the truck we can do the plumbing uh, we can't even we can even uh service our customer we can do these things then we start our business, we get a couple of guys working for us and how do we become scalable and how do we get our guys to be able to do what we're able to do? How do we even sometimes when we get ourselves in a rut, how do we avoid that from happening? I'm going to give you guys the number one thing. There's a lot of things you got to do to be scalable. It's not as simple as just this one answer, uh, but there is, this is the number one thing you have to do. This is, if you're not doing this, you literally will not be able to scale. What's up, Terry Kennedy, my man, good to see you tonight and Nick Baugh in the house. Uh Nick's been tearing it up here recently. Let's celebrate him and his success. He's a new plumbing business owner out doing it big in the um in the world. I mean, he's just doing it. Gary Phillips, he says, let's go, let's get this thing going. It's good to see you on the show, sir. Brandon Graham, my man with the plan out of Texas. Good to see you as well, as always. And he adds value to the show. He always likes to comment and add value. Margaret Basenga. Now, Margaret Basenga, I just got a chance to meet her in person. Her and Patrick, power couple out of San Fran, Uh, they are out in Las Vegas right now at the Service World Expo. I was there with them, got a chance to spend some time with a bunch of people. Uh, Sky Boss put on a big dinner and and an event for a mixer, if you will, for uh, their clients. And I was there and uh, the Million Dollar Plumber and the lovely Laura Richard Bainey and and Laura Bainey were there. And I got a chance to meet a lot of our clients in person for the first time. And a lot of you I got a chance to see again because I've been to your shops and I've worked with you guys for a while and it was fun. And and I got a chance to see Margaret and also Patrick. They were there and they're there right now. So I'm assuming you guys are out on the strip right now having a great time. Fresh dress, dress, fresh. I saw their live video. Uh, Good to see you, Wesley. Good to see you, my man. How you doing tonight? Uh, It's good to see all of you guys as well. As we start to ramp it up, we're getting back into the... Mix here. We weren't doing shows as often. You can count on us starting to do shows on a regular nightly basis again. Next week, you can expect at least three shows. We'll be doing them uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I think are the three nights we have for next week. And we're talking about service. This is the show that puts service over sales. It's the idea of going out and taking care of your customer, giving them an experience they'll never forget, giving them the experience they deserve and they'll spend money they'll 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 do the stuff they'll do the business with you and all the other things that you're you're hoping to be able to do you're wanting to be able to do what happen they'll leave reviews uh, people will hear about you so forth and so on and so it's so important that we understand that well tonight we're going to very dive into that we're going to tackle that a little bit more deeper um and get a little bit more specific Rosario Rizzo good to see you my man we missed each other i was out in canada working with the plumbing company he, company he works for plums up plumbing and drain. And so sorry, we missed each other. But tonight we're talking about scalability and All right. Can you guys hear me now? Hopefully we got sound back. Hopefully that fixed it. We'll see. Uh- this fixes that problem all right let's see if we we can get some sound here let's see if we can get this sound to work am i back hopefully i'm back and that fixed it we'll see because i want to give you guys i want to give you guys this secret no you're not back good night see you next time uh daryl says working um chad collins my man thomas hair good to see you Let's see if you guys can hear me, though. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? We're going to get this one day, one day. Yep. He says, West Corville, my man. Yes, sir. Still working. We're good. All right. This is, look, I took a class one day when I was younger, and they said, how do you keep people in suspense? And then you, and so I'm doing that, but I'm doing, I'm using Facebook. Uh, no, not really. All right. So here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just recap really quick. Make sure you guys got what I was saying. I'm talking about this idea of scalability, something you got to do all these. There's so many things you have to do to be able to do it. Um, there's so many facets to it, but this is this, if you don't do this number one thing right here, I promise you. And when I say this, you've heard this before, but I just want to really, uh, I really want to cement how important this topic is because you've got to get it right. And I'm going to tell you some background behind it. I'm going to give you guys some data behind it more than just me saying it more than just hearing it from others, but really give you the reasons why it works tonight. We're going to learn all about it. And it is simply this options. It is options. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's been working in so many industries for so long that we really have to understand this. The first thing that we have to understand when it comes to plumbing, when it comes to the plumbing industry and how we're different, we're different than everyone else. And I know we're unique, but at the same time, we are in the sales industry. We are a service industry. We absolutely 100% are. And if you don't understand that, then you were totally missing the mark. You know, uh, the prophet, uh, Marcus Lamone, uh, for those that know who he is, he's a successful CEO, $100 million companies. Uh, plus, he owns a bunch of companies now. He's got a famous TV show on CNBC and NBC, and, and all these, back in the day, he was on NBC. Anyways, he uh, he goes around and he buys companies and he fixes them and he does different stuff. And he talks about that all the time. You, if you don't know what industry you're in, you're dead before you even start. And so you are absolutely in the service industry. And with that comes sales. And if you don't realize that, you will never be able to scale. And the number one rule when it comes to sales is you got to provide options. You've got to give your customer options. And if you don't give them options, they don't feel like they're making the choice. And when they don't feel like they're making the choice... They don't feel comfortable with the decision all the time. And it's simply psychology. It's, me- it's a mental thing. That's what it comes down to. And it's it's not manipulative. It's not uh, a way to get people to do what you want them to do. It's just simply the reality that people want options. Imagine you go into the restaurant and you sit down and you're like, can I get a menu? And they're like, no, tonight we're serving pot roast. Like that's, that's what we're serving. You don't think people like options? Go to your local convenience store and look at their drink case. If you don't think people don't like options, go try to buy anything nowadays. You you go to the gym and they got memberships. John Graham out in Vegas, what's up? My man got a chance to meet him in person too. And his brother, Matt Graham. Matt Graham Plumbing out of uh, Southern California and John Graham's up in Wyoming. Awesome couple of dudes. Talking about this idea of options, you got to have them. You, you, because here's the thing, here's what ultimately ends up happening. Your customer either feels like they're forced into something or they were pushed into something. So they either say no up front or they say, yeah, and they get buyer's remorse or the experience goes well, but why roll the dice? And then when you start diluting that, the, the point of this is scalability, you start diluting that and you start getting, leaving it up to every other person that you hire. What happens when you have 12 different people working for you? the customer is getting a different recommendation. They're getting a totally different solution depending on the person that goes. Whereas if you teach your your guys or if you yourself learn how to do options the right way, what you end up doing is you end up helping your customers through a difficult experience and show them how they can spend money on fixing the problem and they can invest money on upgrading the problem into actually something better. Maybe a tankless water heater or a smart toilet or a water softener or a PRV valve or something to do like, you know, something like that or a, or a touchless faucet. There's so many times that I see this, you know, I do a lot of hands-on training. I've got a hands-on training program where I work with c b j t Harina on here with his company one of the companies that's on the hands-on training. And I see uh, that all the time, this idea the customer wants these options. They want this ability to make a decision. And sometimes they want the ability to invest. You know, they got a faucet that's leaking on them. It just needs a new cartridge, but it's an older faucet. They can either spend money. They can either spend money. uh, (laughs) I think I'm reading that wrong, Nick. Uh, They can either spend money by... um, going on and and um, repairing that or they can spend money on upgrading it like a like a touchless faucet or something to that effect. That's the option that they have. And if we don't give it to them, then how will they ever know? And so here's a, here's some background on options and how it all started and why it really works. And if you want to study up on this stuff, you can just type in the history of options and you can learn. I I read a couple of different articles. Um, and I've I've honestly I've been around this for a very long time and have known about options for a very long time. But uh specifically, one place you can go is Harvard Business Law. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> I know, Nick, I know that's not what he meant. That's what, that's why I'm giggling. Sorry. I'm still a little kid. All right. So we're talking about this idea of options and, and the, giving the customer them. So uh, Harvard's Harvard business uh, did a study on this, uh, the school. Um, uh, they went back and they, they figured like like, what, what's the psychology behind options? How did it work? And they found out the car industry, Car industry, um, they didn't have a lot of options back then. What they had was they had like Ford, Chevy, uh, G, you know, GMC or something like that. Same thing, uh, Ford, Chevy, and Pontiac or Ford, Chevy, Buick or uh, some. I think I'm still doing those. I'm not a car guy, whatever. But they only had a couple of options to choose from, and so they were like, okay, here we are making this car. We've got this sales rep who's selling the car for us, but the sales rep doesn't work for us. Um, the, the place we're selling it to doesn't work for us. Uh, we've got middlemen in there and, and whatnot, distributors in there. Now we've got this this place that owns the car dealership, this owner that owns the car dealership. He's training the car salespeople to sell our product. How do we move more product? So if we're selling in Springfield, Missouri or St. Louis, Missouri, and we're also selling in LA and the Chevy dealership has better salesmen in in St. Louis and the Ford dealership has better salesmen in LA, the The manufacturer's business was affected by that very, uh, he says, Dodge and Chrysler. Thank you. They were directly affected by that. Just like your business is affected. Every time you send a technician out to, to a home, when you have three technicians, four technicians, you get to 12 technicians, you get to 50 technicians. Think about that. You have 25 technicians and they're all doing it differently. And they've all got these different things that they're doing. How chaotic is that? How, how much of an experience that's a different experience? Now I get customers are going to have a different experience because your technician is going to have a different personality and they're going to build a different kind of relationship. They're going to have a different background, different, different experience level, like as far as the plumbing goes. But, but as the way the, the, the customer's treated, the way their experience with your company goes should be the same. It's kind of like you go to Disneyland and you get Betty. She works at the ticket booth and Betty's all happy and excited. And you go to Luis and Luis is a little bit more serious. But at the same time, you're going to get the same pricing. You're going to get the same options. You're going to get the same, right? And the same is true within the plumbing. It should be that way. And so how do you do that? Well, you got to teach you guys how to provide options. And so what it comes down to is why. why, why does that matter? Well, I'm telling you, the car industry figured it out a long time ago. So they came out with these different trim packages. They came out with these different trim packages and these different trim packages, like for Chevy, you know, you had the LS, the LT, the LTZ, I think is what they have right now or something like that and so forth and so on. And, They had these three different packages, what they figured out. The customer had, they could either buy a Ford or Chevy or a Chrysler or a Ford or a Chevy or a Dodge. And and instead, now they could buy a Ford and they could buy either the LT, the LS or the LTZ or whatever. or, Or the XL, XLT, so forth and so on. And and what they what they also realize is like people don't all buy trucks, they don't all buy station wagons because it was back in the day. And so the family is looking at the station wagon. They need a few options within the station wagon for that company, and and so forth and so on. So they're trying to solve a problem. Well, then that's the car industry. They figured that out, and other people followed suit. And they're like, wow, options. That's amazing. Options, options. Got it. Okay, I need to teach my people how to do options. But there's there's magic to it. There's there's a certain way to go about it. Cause it's not just options. I can come to you and go, Hey, do you want a cheeseburger? Uh, do you want a, uh, a cheeseburger with, with uh tomato, or do you want a cheeseburger with tomato and lettuce? It's not really options. It's still just a cheeseburger with different stuff on it. And so what it came down to is I figured okay, there's, there's more to this. There's these different trim packages, these different things. Well, then we found out that was the, the mental state, but then there's the there's the psychological state the the social status state and they figured out they figured this out in the 80s uh, capital one american express was real big they were coming on the scene they were kind of taking a lot of the credit card business out there and capital one was making their move you know what's in your wallet and so capital one comes on the scene and they're trying to figure this thing out how do we get involved in they figured a majority of their clients were literally people with kind of the 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 worst credit the higher risk Clients, more people in America at that time were starting to gain credit and starting to have problems. And so they found a bigger pool of people was gonna be this higher risk pool. But for whatever reason, they couldn't convert. They were converting well on their on their low risk. They were converting well on their medium risk. Uh, the gold, silver, and bronze is what they had on their credit cards. That's what they offered their clients, gold, silver, and bronze. And so it was this idea of like, how in the world, why in the world are we doing so well, top and middle when we got American Express as our competitor and they do it, they're really big. So if anything, you would think we were doing better with the worst clients who we don't have that same competitor with, but we weren't. And they found out it came down to simply this one thing. And they changed this one little thing and they doubled. I think they even actually tripled. I can't remember now. Uh, Their conversion rates on this lower package. And they changed their credit cards from bronze, silver, gold to silver, gold, platinum because they made a distinction. They realized that people were associating bronze, silver, and gold with the Olympics and so they didn't like being considered bronze. They didn't like being considered third place, last place. And so it felt better when they got approved it's silver. And it just really helped everything because of the social mental status. And what we found out from that was, well, people don't like to, to feel like they're, they have bad credit. People don't like, want to feel like they're in last place. And so there's so much to this idea of options. There's so much that goes into it. And last but not least, you got to make sure that you actually deal with the actual problem they called you out there for. Like your options can't be new sewer line, uh, new sewer line with two cleanouts, new sewer line with five cleanouts, and we'll jet your line for the next ten years. Like it doesn't. That's not. There's no value there. It doesn't work like that. You got to deal with the actual problem. Like your toilet's backed up. <laughs> So, and sometimes that does require a new sewer line, but right there's steps along the way. And, and same thing with a water heater. They might, they might have an element that's out and you may offer them a tankless, a gas tankless somewhere in those options, but it shouldn't be option one and option two is a, a gas tankless with a softener. And then option three is a repipe. It, it should be, okay, option one is a rebuild on the water heater because it's only 12 years old. And even though it's old and I recommend replacement, you still got to deal with the problem, right? And so here's how I, here's how I, I teach people how to write options, repair, replace, upgrade. Repair, replace, upgrade. Repair the problem, replace the problem, upgrade the problem. It's that simple. I and mean, there's a lot more that goes into it, but it's that simple to think about. And so I just I just look at what the industry, other industries have done. I just look at what my experience has been with people. I, Wes Corville said earlier, absolutely gold. You totally gain uh, their trust by offering options. Customers love it. They want they want the choice. You'd be surprised how quicker they'll be to go with upgrading like to a tankless when you're just honest with them in the beginning. See, they're they're sitting there and they're thinking to themselves, um, I know it's I know I don't need a tankless to get hot water tonight. And so if you go in there and you just try to offer them a tank list, they're they're not they're they are they are not they they can not mentally get past the fact that they 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 know that the water is not leaking, they, they've heard rumors that they can be repaired. You haven't even mentioned that. And the same token, if all you do is offer them a repair and you don't offer them any kind of replacement or any kind to reset the warranty or get a more efficient unit or to even upgrade it because they got gas right there and to upgrade them to a gas tank list, if you don't give them that option then who is it to you for you to decide on what they get? And if you want to scale and you want your guys to get good at this, you don't want your guys out there just offering the lowest thing. You don't want your guys out there just trying to push people into the most expensive thing. You want your guys out there following a similar pattern. They can all look at the problem. They can all figure out how to repair it. They can all figure out how to replace it. They can all figure out how to upgrade it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not out there offering options, if your customers aren't getting options from you, the owner, and then from your technicians, you're never going to be able to grow and scale. Because what's going to happen is is all of a sudden you're going to hire the wrong guy and he's not going to be very good at it or he's going to have the wrong motivations or he's just going to be a, a bad individual or whatever it is. Whatever the situation, the reasons are, customers are going to start getting a bad experience. And so I don't care if it's number – because you can only control it for so long, right? You can only handle it for so long. Just like a guy should only have so many calls. I just did that not that long ago. You should only be dealing with so many guys and so many things at one time. And if you got to sit there and figure out how they're going to handle each call and each sale and be involved in every single call, then you're only going to be able to to scale and grow. So you can only handle you can only juggle so much. But if you can get your guys to write options for your customers and do some other things, there's other things that are involved here. Uh, yeah, no options broke, fixed 100 percent, my man. Uh, But if you can do some of these things, and there's some other things that you can do, but options being the number one thing, give your customer options, teach your guys how to give your customer options. Like I said, you can steal that from me, repair, replace, upgrade. That's how I teach it. uh, When I take people through my boot camp, when I take people through uh, any of the trainings, that's what I tell them to do. Because honestly, it's the most important thing. that you can learn if 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 your guys are doing options and your customers getting that ability to make a decision and they feel like they're part of it, your conversion rate goes up. When your conversion rate goes up, you don't have to charge as much when your conversion rate goes up. And then honestly, when you do conversions and you build that trust, you'll notice not just your conversion rate go up, but they'll all usually pick that middle option. And what I've learned from that is people don't like to be sold. So they don't pick the highest option. They don't like to be cheap. So they don't pick the bottom option. They just pick that middle safe option. Some people go with the biggest option, but you get my point. The majority, a lot of people will go with that middle option. And what happens there is, is that when you get people in a situation where you're converting and they're picking the middle option, you're no longer broke fix. As my man, Terry Kennedy said, and you're generating revenue, good revenue, profitable revenue on a regular basis. You don't need 20 calls a day. You don't need 50 calls a day. You don't need 15 trucks. You don't need 30 trucks. You don't need hundred trucks. Honestly, you can do it with four or five trucks. You can make a b- amazing killer living with four or five trucks straight up. You can make a great living individually, but then you're, you know, one day your back's going to give out. Uh, you you can make a great living with two or three guys, but you're, you're really just living on the, on the fence. One day, one of those guys is going to quit and you're back to in the truck. You got to get to at least four or five guys, but, but when you, you, you get bigger than that, that's great. And that's fine. And to each his own. What's up, Carmen Lacasa, my man? What Joey says, Neros. He says, my man, fresher than fresh. Just got you. Good, good to see you got your phone back. Good to see you got your phone back. People appreciate options, absolutely, Nate. They, they do. I know I do. And every single thing I do, even though I love Monster, I don't want to only drink Monster for the rest of my life. Even though I love In-N-Out Burger, double double, animal style, hold the lettuce, hold the tomato, hold the pickle, whatever. I, I go there once in a great while. Once in a blue moon, I don't have that memorized. Uh yeah, I don't want to eat that for the rest of my life. Although, if I had to pick one thing that I could only eat for the rest of my life, that would ironically probably be it. He says, Living the dream, homie. Good to see you. Three trucks with seasoned plumbers. There we go. We got some viewers back in the house. I think you know, just we took that big dip that time off. But we're 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 rolling back. Get the word out there. Let's let people know we're doing the show again. But yeah, I mean seriously, three season plumbers, Nate says. Three trucks with season plumbers that equals a lot of money. Absolutely. You get to four, you get to five, you get to five, man. It's nice, but you got you you can't do it. It's uh it's like this really nice rims and really nice tires on really nice rims on a really nice vehicle. Looks really nice going down the road when the when everything's in balance and the and the vehicle's aligned. You ever been mind that vehicle that's completely out of alignment? It's all like it's all you could just see the frame just looks like it's been racked. Or, or the, the the tire that's like wobbling. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or you're in the car and it starts shaking because the tire's out of balance. That's what you get when you don't provide options. That's what's going to happen. It's either going to happen at the fourth guy, the fifth guy, the sixth guy, second guy, third guy. It might not be happening with just you in the truck, but it's going to get out of hand. It's going to get out of hand real quick because not everyone has the same skill set. Okay, and your customer's not going to just. Go along with what everyone, everyone says. If you got a really good sales guy working for you and he can somehow get away with not providing options and keeping your customer happy. Great. This topic tonight is about being scalable, being able to grow. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to come down to options. If you want the show tonight to be about service, it still would be about the options. If you want this show to be about sales, it would be about the options. It really doesn't matter, honestly. It's still going to come down to that one thing because the options are what give your customer the chance to be a part of the transaction. When the customer a part of the transaction, they feel like they're making the decision. They don't feel like they're being sold or told what to do. They feel like they're being educated and informed so that they can make a decision. And that's what we all want. You know, it's funny is if you ever go out to eat with me, you'll, you'll notice that I constantly will ask the waitress or the waiter, hey, what do you recommend? And I'm not listening for anything. I am looking for the expression on their face because the more excited and passionate they are about that suggestion or that thing that they like, I'm done. Now, if they give me a couple of options, like, you know, I really, honestly, I like, there's two things I love here. I love the steak and I love the salmon. Now they hit me with the seafood and they hit me with the with a, with a, with a meat, man, I'm, I'm starting. I don't even need a menu anymore. And that's the reality. You can't bring the full menu into the plumbing house. You can't bring the full menu into the house. You Can't take your customer through every line item in your price book. And you surely can't go in there and make the decision for them. So that leaves us with how do we get past those two obstacles? Just to do the right thing, and it, it's left with none other than options. You gotta give your customer options. Three options. People can retain three things. They can remember three things. I know some people will say, "Well, get, you gotta give six. Three's not enough." Well, if that's the argument, if three's not enough, then I'd say give a hundred. I mean, right? Because there's a million different ways. If, if you got a fifty-gallon gas water heater with a thermal expansion tank. Or a 50-gallon gas water heater and you don't have a thermal expansion tank and you don't have a water softener. you know how many options I could write just from that little scenario right there? But you got you to think about it like this. Three options. Now, I, I'm not going to get into it tonight. I have a secret fourth option that I train in my training. I teach the technician how to go in and find out from the customer what they really want. And we, we can get into that another time. But three options. I give the customer three options. Written, documented options. For a whole nother purpose, later when they call back six months or a year later or something happens and the insurance company gets involved and they're like, why didn't you replace the sump pump in the basement? You're like, we, we offered it. We offered it with a battery backup system. The customer declined. They wanted to put another float switch on it. We we recommended against it. It's liability. Just saying. There's a lot of reasons. Gary says, when you give no options, you're asking for a yeah an upset customer. When you go back because you should have recommended it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I was just saying. GB, my man says, Mister CF. Yeah, I've been out for a little bit, guys. I was traveling, literally going. Uh, well, you guys have heard it already. I went to three different plumbing companies in just a few weeks. Short period of time, Canada, Oregon, and Idaho. Also went to Philadelphia and Indianapolis to watch a wedding in an ordination. Just why not? Throw those in the mix. Wasn't at home for three and a half weeks. Over a six-week run, did all that. And in the middle of all that, got a chance to drag race. My man, Gene Slade in the house. He says price just went up. LOL. <laughs> what a burger! What a burger is greater than In N Out. You're crazy, my man, Gary. And I thought we had something, Gary. I thought we were. I thought we had something, my man. What a burger is better than Nick Marzella. You don't even know, bro. You don't even really know. You don't even know. But that's the beauty of options, right? Look at that. Options, seriously. All jokes aside, options have created debates: Pepsi versus Coke. Uh, burger versus in and out and big empires built on that. Chick-fil-A versus everyone else, right? It's like so many things. I'm joking. So many things out there. We need options. Consumers need options. There's laws against not having options. There's literally monopoly. This idea of monopolization. Like we deserve options as a consumer. I wouldn't normally bring the government into it or laws into it, but but they they, they got my back on this one. I can't cement this home enough. Now, how do you do it? I'm telling you repair, replace, upgrade is how I can generically tell you in a short show where we're already over a few minutes, but honestly, what it comes down to is you knowing how to diagnose and understanding that the house, the house is simply like a a body, like a human body, literally. So like when you go to the doctor, they don't fix the symptom. They use the symptom and, and your explanation to diagnose the whole body, to understand the whole bigger issue. And you got to do the same thing in the home with the home. It's a, it's a pressurized plumbing system. So you got you to be able to do that. You got to be able to get good at those things. You got to get good at communicating, build a relationship with your customer. So when you present these options, they do feel like they know you. Do they do feel like they trust you? They do feel like they can actually join you in this decision. So much to this thing of options, but man, the options alone, The options alone, think about it from my last point for the night will be think about it from a mathematical standpoint alone. Every customer inherently has three options just from you walking up to the front door. Number one is, uh, you know, I think about it like this. If they have a a water heater that needs a new element and you recommend a tankless on that tankless, they can either say yes. They can either say, no, I'm not getting the tankless, but I'm going to use a competitor or no, I'm not going to get a tankless from anyone ever. I'm just going to repair that water heater. They have three options, right? No, yes, and no, I'm going to use someone else. And so really two of those are still no's. You have a 33% chance mathematically of getting that yes. Now I get that there's skill involved in some other things, but just from a math, strip everything else away, just looking at mathematically, me versus me, you versus you, Options, no options. They have three options. Two of them are no's. One's a yes. There's also another study out there. I'm not going to go too deep into this, but that people can retain three things at one time. That's why you notice a lot of people when they do trainings, pastors preach, they'll have three points, lectures, three points to a lecture. It's just something that, that they did a study on a while back. So take that knowledge, apply that to this. Now you got this three thing. And all of a sudden, if I add two two more two more situations, that I've got yes, right? Which will be option number one. I've got yes, which will be option number two. And I've got yes, that's option number three. I've got no, and then I've got no, I'm going to use someone else. So now they've got five choices in their head. They've still got the original two no's, but now I've turned my one yes into three different yes options. And so I've got a 60%, a 60% chance. of I've almost doubled my chances just by simply offering options. Literally. That's how important it is. And then when you juggle in the fact that they can usually only retain three things, and if your first option actually deals with their problem, you're going to get them to to want to look at the other two options. And again, like I said, in my trainings, I teach another, a little, another trick, a couple more tactics on being able to um, understand this idea of, of options, but it's so important. Gary says, when you ask the homeowner questions, options become very easy. Amen. But when you ask questions, you got to do the next very best thing. And that is listen and let the customer talk and let them explain. And there's some key questions you can ask to get to these these things. And I talk about this stuff every. In fact, if you want information about my training, simply type the word "service" into the comments right now. You'll get a message from Facebook, and you'll get you'll get a, another message from us. Just set, wanting to know if you want to set an appointment up to talk with me about the program and how it works. But it's weekly, and you get training every single week with you and your guys that can come like your corporate trainer. And I help you. I've helped a lot of companies. I can help yours. And I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a very long time. In fact, I just started this show about a year ago and have already just uh, from just this show have helped a ton of companies. But I've been doing this for about six or seven years with consulting and helping plumbing companies. Um, Before that, I had a background in owning service companies. So I totally get it from every aspect. I've worked for them, owned them, been involved in them and consulted them. And I've seen what the customer's reactions and I know what they like and what they don't like. It's not like I'm some magic scientist. It's just, I've got the experience and I've helped companies apply these basic principles with their employees, with their technicians, the way they treat their customer to get a totally different uh, result on the back end. It's not about selling people and upselling people. It's just about simply educating and informing people what their situation is in reality and helping them understand what the options are associated to the solves that go along with that problem. That's it's really that basic, but I can show you guys how to do it. And there's also a process to follow when you do it and also building that relationship. And so many other little things that go into it. So type the word service into the comments and what will happen is you'll get a message. And um, he says, what do I type? So I can know when the show is on. Uh, You type service for the training. You type fresh for the show. Fresh F R E S H F R E S H. H. And if you listen to the podcast, I just want to say thanks. I know a lot of people out there listen to the podcast. Um, they really, uh, that's picked up quite, uh, I love that, appreciate you. Uh, some of you have been tagging me in your morning runs, uh, out jogging. Uh, that really fires me up and gets me inspired and makes me want to do this more. So I really just appreciate that. He says, forget, forgot the price shop option. <laughs> fresh. He says, yeah, subscribe to the show. You'll get a message from messenger. Then you have to go respond to that message. You have to type fresh again, or else you will not, it will not complete the process. That's the rule that Facebook has guys. Listen, so important that you understand I'm doing this to help you. I want you guys to understand that this stuff is not just something I sat in my room one day and go, you know what I should tell the world is a bunch of opinions. This is just stuff that I've experienced. I've tried it the other way. It doesn't work. This is what does work. Um, and I've had a lot of success doing it this way, not just in the plumbing industry in a lot of service industries. So really, uh, I'm just, I'm speaking to you from someone who's seen people, people that make buying, I'm, I have eight kids. You don't think I don't know people? Oh my goodness. Every different personality type in my house. Uh, guys, I love you. That's why I do this. Hopefully you get a chance to get involved. Go to these trade shows, go to these different shows. Right now, Service World, uh, uh, service World Expo out in Vegas. I was just there last night. I live about an hour and a half, about two hours, hour and a half away from Vegas, so I shot down there last night for an event uh, put on by SkyBoss. SkyBoss had a a mixer, Uh, they had a big announcement too for those of you using SkyBoss, check out that announcement. Oh my gosh, Uh, that's a huge, huge bonus. They've added to their platform to help you guys get better and better and better. Um, That's for another show. In fact, I did a show not that long ago on this topic right here about to be scalable. We talked about the idea of having software in place. How can you tell tell your customer to buy a $5,000 tankless or whatever the prices you charge some smart technology, and then you're not even using any kind of sophisticated technology when you interact with them. You're still on paper. You can only take cash or check. I mean, you got to get up with the time. Sorry, it's just the way it is. So uh, that's just uh, something to check out. SkyBoss, they're another awesome company out there that's helping you guys, that's coming along to assist and provide a platform to help you. Um, just like I do with sales training, they do that with... And then, And then Million Dollar Plumber, I'll mention him too. Uh, he's, he's out there helping understand the business side of the plumbing. Guys, I love you. Uh, make sure you get subscribed to the show. Make sure you check out the show next week. We'll be doing it three nights next week. Guys, remember, serve your communities and everything, not just plumbing. We'll see you all later. Have a great night.